Good morning, everybody. It's Michael Tucker with the Real Estate Success Strategies Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to be diving into a conversation about creative ways to make money with land, okay? A lot of you all, you're out there looking for land, and you're wondering, how in the world can I make money with just vacant land, right? And so we're going to show you exactly how you can do just that. We're going to give you some creative ways so that whenever you're looking at vacant land, you can actually optimize and become uh, as creative as possible to see how you can make money with that property. Because a lot of people, what happens is, well, first, all they do is look for houses, right? They just look for houses. They don't they don't see vacant land as a great investment when in reality it can be. And then second, a lot of people look at vacant lot as just buildable lots when you can actually do a lot with vacant land. So in today's episode, I wanted to uh, jump in and give you guys five to 10 ways, probably around five ways that you can make money with vacant land. And uh, just wanted to give you a little heads up at the very end of this episode, we are going to be giving you guys a very free event you can jump into. And it's going to be awesome to, uh, to show you how you can invest in land and create passive income through land okay so just make sure you're staying uh, staying to the very end to hear about that event it's going to be awesome to learn how to create passive income through vacant land you're like you can create passive income through vacant land yes just wait to the very end and you'll hear all about it but let's jump right on into today's episode Well, the reason I kind of wanted to record today's episode, be, it was because we actually just are about to wrap up our very first land deal. So to give you a little context, we just bought, um, you may have seen it, you may have not, but we just bought about 65 acres about six months ago. What we did is we pretty much subdivided the land up, put them into various lots. So we took the 65 acres, made them into about five acre lots. Uh, there were some 10 acres. Um, you know, varying ranges, but we made them into smaller lots and resold them uh, for a profit. And I seen the power of land investing just from this one deal. This one deal did way more in profits than some of our flips. So I seen the power of it and I was like, man, land investing is awesome. What if people could tap into this area of investing, right? Because everybody looks at apartments, everybody looks at houses, but what if you can use land as another tool in your, your tool belt? So I was like, all right, let's do this. What are some ways that when I'm looking at vacant land, when I'm looking at land investing, what, what lens do I see it through? What opportunities are there whenever it comes to land investing? Because you got to get creative. You have to think outside the box. And so I wanted to give you guys just a, um, I guess, a little glimpse into what goes into my mind whenever I'm looking at land to invest in. Okay. This is kind of what I see. And if you guys are ready for this, I want you to strap your seatbelts on because this is going to be pretty fun. So we're going to give you some ways that you can make money with land. And this is uh, some things I want you to consider before your next land purchase. Okay. So there's many different ways. Um, you've probably seen seen it before on YouTube videos. You've probably seen it on other trainings that there's many, many different ways to make money with land investing. But there's a few that are major, and there's a few that are easiest for you to make money with land. Now, not all of these, what I'm about to show you and tell you, not all of them are going to be suitable for each piece of property. So it's your job to go through and select which um, strategy, which method is best for the vacant land that you are looking at. And to be honest, sometimes none of these will work. So it's up to you to decide 
that. But let's jump right on in, like I said. And there's many different ways. And the first way you can make money with land investing is subdividing the land into lots, like I did. And so what that entails is you buy a big parcel of land, of property, which in my case was 65 acres. You get it surveyed up and lotted into many lots, small lots. Because what happens? A lot of people can't afford... 65 acres. See, I could have bought this land, turned around, and tried to resell it, and actually did for a little bit. We knew the survey, we asked the surveyor, the guy that was going to put it into lots, we said, how long is it going to take to get a survey? And it ended up taking like four to six months. And so in that meantime, while we were waiting for that that survey to get done, we tried just selling it all, all 65 acres at once. Well, as I could tell, and I, you know, you could tell yourself that not a lot of people have money to buy 65 acres. We were going to try to sell it for like $170,000, which in some areas you may be you may be out west and you may be like, "Man, that's cheap for that many acres." It is, but it depends where we're at. That's actually quite a bit of money here in Kentucky. So, not a lot of people have money to buy 65 acres in a hole. But there are a lot of people who have money to buy 5 acres that have money to buy 10 acres or even three acres. And so what we did as this land was laid out, we actually uh, split this up into seven lots, seven tracks, and um, they were roughly, you know, it comes out to like five to 10 acres per lot. There was a, a couple bigger lots, but we, we did, um, did that, subdivided it up and just turned around and resold each lot. We had seven lots. We're currently, I think we have six out of the seven sold. And you could tell this was all within the past two months that we've had these seven lots um, listed and sold. So it took two months versus when I had it on the market as a big parcel. I was not getting any hits. Nobody was really interested. So you can, method number one, buy property, subdivide it into lots and resell it. And you're like, well, what's the criteria? How do I know if if I can do this with land? Well, there's several things. One, I would connect with an agent or a land investor in your area to see if this land is suitable for that. And you're like, well, what makes the land suitable for that? Well, there's several things. I would, you know, look at it and how how close are utilities to that property? So when we got here, we knew that the electric was already running to the properties. We already knew that, or it was running through the property, I should say, because how this land that we bought worked out, there was 65 acres and there was about 30 on one side of the road and 30 on the other side. So we knew the electric was running down that road. But what about water? Well, we knew water was near and it wouldn't be that much money to get to actually the land. So it was very near. But in some areas, you may be looking at land and the electric and the water may be a mile down the road, which could cost someone a lot of money. So you want those utilities as close to the road or to your property as possible. What about road frontage? For us, Road frontage is key, right? We want the property to be, be right situated on our road because um, it makes it easier. It doesn't have to be that way, but if you want to subdivide it into lots, that's what I would do. And then I would, I would ask yourself, ask your agent, you know, what are smaller lots selling for? Because what often happens is once you um, get in there, you may see that smaller lots are selling at a higher per acreage amount. So let me explain. We bought this 65 acres for, I think, $1,700, $1,700 per acre. 
We turn around and we knew that smaller lots were selling at a higher price point. We knew smaller lots were selling anywhere between 4,000 to 10,000 per acre. So just ask your agent, ask other investors, hey, what are smaller lots selling for? Because that'll be a, be a determinator, uh, something to help you determine if you can do this or not. So ask yourself those questions. Those are just some basics. We can go deep into um, some more details about subdividing into lots. Um, some properties, some land, you can't do that. So like, you know, ask yourself, ask the city, is there any restrictions on the land that you're buying? Um, is there any specific zoning that that land has? So there's little things like that you want to check into, but sometimes um, there are no restrictions. So just ask your city just to make sure. But subdividing into lots is one, um, one way you can do that. A lot of times you can actually um, purchase, this is method number two, you can purchase land, develop it, clean it up, and flip it. So what happens is a lot of times people, they have this land, maybe they inherited, or maybe they've had this land and they just don't know what to do with it. And so they let the grass grow up, they let trees grow up on it. Well, you can actually, a lot of times I've heard of people, and I know some of my friends, they've taken properties, cleared it out, made it beautiful land, cut down all the grass, cut down all the trees, made it presentable and turn around and flipped it like you would a house. So you could kind of say it's like fix and flipping, but it was land. Now I would not, you know, I would not recommend this unless you got the land really, really cheap and you know what you're doing. But I do know people that they've developed this land, maybe made the lot a little flatter. Maybe it had a little rolling hill in it, or maybe um, it was kind of like on a hillside. So they've kind of did some, some bulldozer work and developed it and then flipped it. So you can do that. That's another method. If you see a big property, let's say it's, it's on the road frontage. It's, it's awesome, but it's just grown up. You know, maybe you can get that at a cheap enough deal to go in there and just do a quick flip clean it out, make it presentable for someone who wants to maybe build a home or a business and turn around and resell it. So that's number two, developing it. Um, You know, obviously that's going to require you walking around the property and seeing what that property is like. And if you know what, what that takes to get that up to uh, being presentable. So that's just up to you. You can figure that out yourself, develop and flip it. There's another third way that I don't think a lot of people know about, but you can do it. It's cutting timber off of property. Cutting timber, cutting wood off of property. Now, I know here where I live, a lot of people do this. A lot of people are looking for land with timber, with, uh, I guess you would say, nice, mature trees. To go in there and go cut all the timber, make money off the wood that is there, off the trees that are there, and turn around and resell the property, resell the the, um, land in itself. So whenever I look at a property, especially if it's heavily wooded, I ask myself, is there a lot of mature trees here? Now, when I say mature trees, this is for very beginners, basic. I actually look for trees that are, um, you know, you could tell they're, they're bigger. Maybe they're 12, 16 inches wide or more. You know, the wider, the better. And we're looking for, you know, a lot of those trees. Now there's certain types of trees you want to look for, but we're not going to get into all that, but just know that you can actually go in there. And if the land has a lot of mature trees, you can make quite a bit of money depending on the size of the property and by cutting down that timber. Yeah. I mean, going in and to be honest, cutting down timber on one to five acres, maybe even 10 acres probably isn't going to be worth it. 
Now it can be, but it's it's not going to be worth it on one, two, three acres, okay, just to cut down the timber. Now, but once you get 10, 15, 50, 100 acre lots, and if they have really mature timber, you can actually cut that and make thousands of dollars and then turn around and resell the land. At a, it's not going to be able to sell for as high because the land's going to look like crap if you cut down all the trees, but you can re- still resell that land and get some of your money back. Right. And so that's another thing. Just know when you cut down all these trees, it's going to look like um, junk for a little while. So your resale is not going to be as high, but you do recoup some of that money. So that's the third way you can cut down timber. You can Google <clears throat> a little bit more about that and find out information on how to make money through logging and cutting timber. We can also method number four is land leasing. You can lease your land out. So let's say you bought a property and it'd be perfect. It's flat and it's just like prime land. You can actually lease it out for farming people to put cattle on, um, you know, to even do crops on. Um, You can lease that out. And sometimes people can pay quite a bit of money to lease out land just to use for crops, right? Or to grow um, corn or soybeans or here in my area, that's what we do. And uh, it, it varies where you're at. But a lot of farmers will actually lease land. Now, is this the best way to make residual income? I don't know. You, you want to probably run your numbers yourself. But it's a good way if you have a cheap piece of property for you to make some money with literally doing no work at all, right? Because they're going to be doing all the work of farming, uh, upkeeping the land, and you just let them use it. But you can also do <clears throat> hunting or fishing if there's a pond or a lake on the property, right? So a lot of people that are into um, hunting deer, uh, turkey, or maybe they like fishing, they'll actually lease your property to use it for hunting. So you could say, hey, you pay so much per year to use this land. You can hunt whatever you want off of it. Obviously, they need, they'll have to hunt whatever the city and state says they can hunt, right? Or the state. But <clears throat> you can say, hey, we'll let you lease our land for hunting. That's another way. Is that the most, like I said, lucrative way for you to make money? No, but it, you can um, use that. So if you have a very cheap piece of property you found, that could be one way you make money with that property is through leasing it out. Um, and there's many different ways you can lease land out. I mean, you can even lease your land out for venues, right? If you have a, a great land that would make, you know, be good for a fair or for festivals um, or even for camping, right? You can lease it out for recreational use. You could develop the land. I know this is kind of getting off to like another method, but you could also develop the land and do, um, you know, camping, um, treehouse, Airbnb rentals. You could do um, paintball. This is just random stuff. Paintball courses, stuff like that. Recreational use is another way you can flip land. But that that starts getting into starting businesses, um, which is a whole nother beast in itself. And if you're not an entrepreneur, you just want to buy land, invest, which I guess would make you an entrepreneur. But if you're not into, you know, creating other entities and other businesses, then don't worry about those. Other, but you can use land to rent out for camping. Um, there's actually websites nowadays that you can literally list your land for, uh, like camping. People will come and just set up tents on your, your land and pay you like 25, 30, maybe even $50 per night to stay there. So, I mean, uh, you know, you can check into that. I think there's like hip camp. I think that's one of them. Um, there's several other websites out there that do that, but just know that you can actually lease your land out from multiple things. Um, yeah. Uh, another way you can make 
money with land and this is uh, one of the last ones we're going to do is you can convert it into parking space okay or when i say parking space i, I want to get creative you can like when i s say this i mean for like trucks like semis or you can even do like rv spots for people who are traveling and you know want want a place to stay overnight and i would only suggest this if your uh, property is very close to a major highway interstate um, because if not, you're not going to, let's say you live out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's going to want to come uh, park their semi out in a parking space in the middle of nowhere. So if you find land that is next to a major highway, just know that you could potentially convert it into parking space or into like an RV space or somebody to park their camper. Because a lot of people um, actually um, on these bigger highways nowadays are doing this concept. They're converting this vacant land that's right off of interstates into parking spaces and charging these truckers maybe a, a, a subscription model, like so much per month or so much per stay. And they're making thousands of dollars a month, right? If you charged $20, $30 per night and you had 10 cars, right? That's $200 to $300 per night that people are staying there, um, you know, at your parking space. So that's just a, a creative way you can do that. Um, you know, you may want to look into a little bit deeper, um, via YouTube and Googling, but these are just some ideas. I just want to throw out a random ideas to you guys, because there's so many ways you can make money with vacant land. And so people don't understand this. They don't understand that you could actually turn a piece of property and make it something profitable. It just takes you getting creative, seeing what the environment is like, because ultimately the land, wherever it's situated is going to decide what you can do with that property. And some of you guys are like, I didn't even know you could do this stuff. Yes, you can do this stuff with land. There's so many ways. So just know that you got to open your mind and think differently. See, a lot of us, were, we've thought the same way our whole lives. We've thought the same exact way every single day. And actually, I was listening to a podcast this morning. I was talking about set points. We have set points in our lives. When I say set points, it means... We're used to certain levels in our lives. For example, some of us are used to having $5,000 in our bank account. What happens is when we start getting below $5,000, we're like, oh, we got to get up to $5,000. Or some of us may be comfortable like at $0. Like that's what we're comfortable with unconsciously. You don't know it, but you are um, unconsciously comfortable at $0 in your bank account. And what happens when you get $5,000, $10,000 deposited into your bank account for example the stimulus check you get it deposited into your account you subconsciously find ways to spend that money whether that be paying off debt which is a good thing but i'm just giving you examples paying off all your credit cards it could be paying off um you know or buying new tvs or buying a new car you, you try to get it to zero as fast as possible because zero is a set point for you. It could be $5,000 in your bank account, 10000 For some of us, weight, your certain weight is a set point, right? Maybe you're so comfortable at 175 or maybe it's 250 And it's just like your whole life you've been at that point, right? Now, I'm just giving examples. But some of us, we've, we've we had this set, this set point in our thoughts with our thinking, where we thought the same exact way. Well, listen, we are giving you um, the go-ahead. We are giving you the freedom to use your land and use your creativity. We live in the United States of America where you can literally make money 
in mil- thousands or millions of ways. And it's the same with land investing and flipping houses. You can make money in hundreds or thousands of different ways with these properties, right? For example, we just went and looked at 242 acres of land. Now, when we looked at this land, we're, we're looking at many different things. We're like, man, we kind of went through this whole thing. Uh, from the very beginning, if we would just look at this land, you'd be like, oh, it's just, there's n- nothing really there. It's in the middle of the woods. You can't really subdivide it out because it's really hilly. So, I mean, it's, not, it's, an, it's a no-go. It's a no-go. But us using our creativity and opening our mind, we realize, okay, it may not be the best for subdividing it into lots, but could we put Airbnbs on it? What if we like got a little creative, found a little money from some private investors? What would happen if we put some Airbnbs on it? It's so close to some major attractions. What if we converted the parking lot into RV spots and like parking spaces? Right? Because it has a big parking lot where there used to be a business. What if we turn those into RV spots? So we started getting creative on this deal. But if I would have just left it at, oh, it's too hilly. There's too much woods there. It's not, it's going to, yeah, it's not really a good deal. And I just pass it up. I could have, or we haven't got this deal yet, but I'm just giving an example. We could lose thousands and thousands of dollars off of missed opportunities. And so what I want to encourage you guys today is open your mind to new opportunities. Open your mind to a new level of thinking. And the sad thing is we have hundreds and thousands of opportunities that pass by us every day. You don't know it. You may start noticing them now that we're talking about it. But let's, let's just talk about the, the average American individual. And whenever I say average, I'm talking about someone who they, they're tired of working their nine to five job. They want something more, but they're just stuck. They've just been doing the same thing over and over again. That person, which includes me, maybe some of you, and it included me at one point, that person has tons of opportunities that pass their way, but they'll never take advantage of them because they don't know about it. They haven't educated themselves about it, and they don't take initiative to learn about the opportunities out there. But you're different. You're listening to this right now, and you're like, okay, there's so many ways we can make money with land. There's all these different opportunities. You're learning about it, and so you're going to start seeing them. You're going to start spotting them, and that's what it takes. It takes you opening your mind and deciding that you're going to learn so you can spot these opportunities when they pass by. Because, for example, you may be out there um, looking at vacant land right now, but you've been only looking through one lens. Once you start learning about the different opportunities, you're going to make 10 times more money because you've found out that there's 10 more um, ways you can make money with land. You get what I'm putting down? Like, let's say that you only had one strategy for land investing. Well, you're only going to make a set amount of money based on what you can do with that one strategy. But once you go out there and learn all these new strategies, you're going to make way more money because you have way... uh, way more opportunities pass ahead of you. You're going to spot these opportunities and know that I can capitalize on every single one of these strategies. So I'm just rambling on guys. I apologize. I'm getting fired up. Um, you know, I've been listening to podcasts, been um, watching some of you guys taking actions, getting me pumped up, getting me fired up. But I just want to give you guys a quick little podcast showing how you guys can make money with land investing. 
Like I promised at the beginning of the episode, we are actually um, hosting a very free, when I say very free, I'm like, there's no strings attached. You can sign up 100% free. It's called the Land Sharks Challenge. We're hosting a free event just for you guys. The Land Sharks Challenge is where my buddy Brent Bowers, some of you guys may have listened to his podcast, I think it was like three or four weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer. He came on and taught about land investing. Well, listen, he's doing a free uh, three-day event where he's going to be going live every day for an hour for free, showing you guys how he creates passive income with land investing, passive income with land investing. Like a lot of times people don't put those two words together, passive income and land investing. Yes. He's going to be showing you guys exactly how to do that. So for some of you guys, you've been struggling to find those multifamily deals that you know that you think are going to create you um, passive income, or some of you guys have been struggling with finding some flips or some uh, sh- uh, single family rentals because the market's so hot. Listen, add vacant land to your uh, portfolio, add it to your strategies. And so during the Land Sharks Challenge, Brent's going to be showing you exactly how you can uh, create five, dollars $15,000 in passive income in a month through this strategy. So we're like, okay, Michael, where do we sign up? You can click the link below, but it is landsharkschallenge.com. That is landsharkschallenge.com. Go check it out completely free. Um, you know, you can actually, if you want to, if you want to spend a little money and you want to get more access to Brent, you can purchase the VIP um, experience, which is more like private Q&As with Brent. You're going to get the recordings of the of the whole event, all that fun jazz. But just go in there, sign up for free and decide about that later. The, uh, you can go to landsharkschallenge.com. You're going to be put in a private community with other people that want to learn about land investing. You're going to be able to network there. It's going to be powerful. And that actually starts this Wednesday. So this starts um, May, well, tomorrow, May 19th. So make sure you're getting in there. Uh, you're you're getting ready to learn about land investing. Join us tomorrow for the Land Sharks Challenge. You're like, Michael, well, I don't have time throughout the day to go to this event. Listen, the replays will be available every evening in the Facebook group, so you can go back and watch each of the live sessions, okay? So with that being said, go sign up, and we'll see you guys on another episode of the Real Estate Success Strategies Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to these. I'm so pumped to see you guys grow in your investing journey. I've already seen so many of you guys taking steps, securing private money, looking at houses, buying that first flip or that first rental. It's amazing to see. So keep it up, guys. We'll see you next week. God bless. God bless.